<laughs> Steve, stop sniveling and coughing. We're starting the show. <laughs> Hey everyone, I'm Ryan, and I'm Steven. This is uh, Sixty Cycle Hum Slash Yum, the guitar buying, selling, trading, modding, fixing, breaking, reviewing, playing McDonald's chicken sandwich eating don't podcast. Eat, don't eat right now while we're recording. Steve. You can wait an hour to finish your cold That's McDonald's. Oh, well, it's hot now. <laughs> eat it when it's cold. It'll be better. I promise. <laughs> okay. All right. What's up? Uh, uh, I saw this. I saw this feature today. Uh huh. Mm. Well, and I was going to uh, ask sorry. it as a question to get us into this. All right. Ask the question. I'll ask the question, and then you ask your own version of the question. Okay. Okay. And then we'll get into the topic. Why is Reverb keeping track of every single one of our possessions? Now you That's come up. Really... You come up with clickbait. Uh, title. Uh, mine is is Reverb the guitar CIA. <laughs> so Reverb has a new feature that allows you to keep track of your collection virtually. No longer do you have to visually look at your pedal collection. Now you can go on the internet and be like, "Hmm, what do I own? I've got it all logged here." on reverb mm-hmm. and they've got mm-hmm. the values figured it out and I'm a button away from selling any of it. Yep. <laughs> the selling it is definitely Topic the driver over. I just nailed it. Um, <laughs> so, so, okay. So yeah, so reverb has this collection feature. It's actually in some ways it's kind of neat. Um, I Thank started you, Justice. using Justice, it. Justice just super chatted us five bucks. He was thinking for the goofiness in Andy's uh, gear street video. All right. Go ahead, Steve. Sorry. (laughs) Um, So I started loading stuff into mine, the things I could remember that I owned. um, And, you know, I got up to some estimated value. So as you do it, um, it says, it says collection estimate totals use your estimates whenever provided and reverbs estimates when yours are not. So basically if you, you could go in and say my Proco rat is worth $10,000 and it will, tell you your estimated collection value is ten thousand dollars but if you don't put a value it'll just use reverb's estimate and presumably that's just based on you know sold listings so if if enough people add the same product to their collection and then claim a value on it will that affect reverb's algorithms and suggest a higher price for it than it would have normally suggested based on sold listings my guess is Reverb's estimate is only based on sold listings. Hmm. Um, some of them are have a greater range than others. Like on the my pro, I do have a Proco Rat in my collection, uh, and the range on it is one hundred and thirty dollars, which is pretty extreme. Hmm. But then, like for uh, my DoD Rubberneck, the selling range on that is like thirty dollars. Um. So. Some things are tighter than others. Right. Um, but what's interesting about it is is basically this is a tool to allow – and if you want to take your own pictures, you can upload your own pictures. It's kind of like uh, back in the day, back when we kind of – we were really doing a lot of like flip mm-hmm. flip stuff, flip mode squad. You know, we were busted rhyming this thing, flip right, mode right. squad. 
The flip uh, never sleeps. Yeah. Um, there were a, a, f- a few people we knew um, who uh, were doing like spreadsheets. Right. Oh, I had right? a, I had I had like a Google, a Google Doc for a while that was keeping track of yeah. everything I bought and everything that I sold. And I was like keeping, uh, you know, score and trying to come out with more money than I went in with. Like we hit, did a whole year of, you know, what was it? 20 flip teen for 2015? Oh, yeah. 20, 20 flip teen. Yeah. So <laughs> so basically like that kind of stuff. Right. Um, and uh, thanks, Rick. Uh, and so um, so you had that kind of stuff. So now you can do that through reverb, but the, but the thing is, is there's, um, I actually found out about this, the get offset, uh, Patreon channel discord server mm-hmm. that this existed. And, and we've been talking about different ways that reverb could be using this. For example, uh, really reverb could just be using this to determine like how many of any given pedal exists in their user base. Right. Right. And if they, um, if reverb figures out like, Hey, a, a couple of people have this thing, we're seeing an uptick in its value. Then they could be like, Hey, we're going to email everyone who has one of these automatically. Like the AI is going to figure it out and email them and be, be like, Hey, it's a great time to sell. You know, the DOD Carcosa is going up in value. You know? Yeah. So literally I just tried this out. Uh, for one of my pedals in your collection next to each pedal is a button that says list for sale. Right. And when you click on that button, it basically takes the sell on reverb page that, you know, normally you would take a bunch of time to fill out. And now all you need to do is put in what price you want for it and the condition. If you haven't, for a lot of my pedals, I didn't put a condition. Right. And, that, like and that's is... it. If, you, if you've already taken pictures, then presumably the pictures will already be there. And I guess you could add a description. But it's like going to – it's basically going to cut the amount of time you're going to spend listing this pedal in half, maybe more. So it's going to be very convenient. Yeah, but you still have – like so, Rip Hoffner uh, just – pointing out you still have to do all the annoying stuff you have to pack it up and ship it and everything like at a certain point like if this hits if people like this then people are just going to order pedals and have them sent to a reverb warehouse and they're just going to have a virtual collection of pedals <laughs> it'll be nfts it'll be <laughs> it'll be like i bought this i'm really just waiting for it to go up in any value at all for me to flip it because I only bought it speculatively, like save your money on shipping and we'll just keep it in a warehouse somewhere. <laughs> you know? like it, part of this feels very dystopian to me. Like I don't, I don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. There's a little bit of a weirdness to it. Right. And, and that's exactly it is, is uh, the way that I think about this JC in the chat says it's only cutting time in half because you did half of it beforehand. And that's a hundred percent correct. Uh, Basically, at some point, their reverb is relying uh, on their user base to either get bored and drunk or bored and high and just start taking pictures of all their pedals and whatever and uh, and uh, just start smashing that stuff into, uh, into the reverb.com website. Here's something annoying to think about. You ever order something or you might be the person ordered from 
and you're like, ah, oh, man, this order went in on a Friday night. Tomorrow's Saturday. I'm not going to make it to the post office. You write the person. I'll send it out on Monday. Monday comes. <laughs> Stephen eating fries. Uh, Monday comes, and you're like, ah, oh, man, I got. It's like, oh, I'll fill up the gas tank before work, and you're like, ah, oh, now I got to go to work, and <laughs> and it gets put off till Wednesday. Like, imagine compounding that with the fact that you just decided to sell something willy nilly and you don't have the, you don't, you didn't find the box. You don't, you don't really know if it's on the pedals on your board or if it's in, on a shelf or it's in a, if it's in a, a cabinet somewhere, like you're just like, oh, I'll list this. I'm not using this. And then four days later, you're like trying to find it and you have to write the person who's sitting there patiently waiting to buy you know, this distortion from you or fuzz or whatever. You have to be like, hey, man, I think I might have lent that to a friend or something. I guess I don't have it. That actually reminds me, um, you know, not not to derail the subject. Mm -hmm. If you buy something on a Saturday or Sunday, this is just a PSA. If you buy something on a Saturday off of Reverb right, or a Sunday off of Reverb, your clock for shipping starts on Monday morning. It does. So, like, there's some people who who you know buy their postage online, and they'll give you the tracking right away. But they're not going to ship it out Sunday. Yeah, and per Reverb's basic guidelines, uh, shipping is 72 business hours, which means Monday flipping. Morning is when you're so you bought it at Saturday at midnight, right? I have legally until it's the Wednesday. Law. I say like reverb law. You can <laughs> ask for a refund. Law. Pedal flipping law, okay? Uh, but like basically, you don't get to be a dick about a late a slow shipment sure. until Thursday. On Thursday, Thursday is the day for dicks. <laughs> Thursday is dicks day. But I on felt, Wednesday, I, I have all day Wednesday. I felt super bad because someone hit me up about one of my Titan pit guards uh, before I went to Germany. And I was like, uh, yeah, I'm about to get on a plane, but I do want to sell it to you. Um, here's my PayPal if you want to send it. If not, then you, we'll, we'll deal this when, when I get back. She's like, I'll wait till you get back. I get back. He PayPal's me. And I'm like, I'm about to go on a family vacation for a week. And I'm looking around trying to find a box that'll fit it. I'm like, I don't have any boxes for this. I'm so sorry. He's like, it's fine. I'll pay right now. And I'll wait patiently. This poor guy waited like three weeks for me to ship this pit guard out because of all the travel that I had lined up and stuff. I felt bad for that guy. Yeah. But I sent it out. uh, I sent it out. He's he's got it now as far as I'm aware. So, but yeah, this... this this reverb thing, it like I get it. I get why they would want to do it. Maybe it's a carryover mm-hmm. from like you know some Etsy architecture from the website or something like that. Uh, it makes sense in a certain way to give people like you are if you use reverb a lot, you already have you know a record of everything you've bought and sold on there. Might as well have a record of everything that you might sell. <laughs> but I'm at like it's sure. Kinda, it's homework, but there's some people who love data entry as a hobby. <laughs> well, what I wonder, and I I haven't you know looked at it, is I wonder if there's a way to like view other people's 
uh, mm. collections and then be like, or eventually maybe they'll be like, hey, you can opt to put your collection for public search and then somebody can, you know. And then you start buy search. one thing from that person just to get their return shipping address and then you rob them in the night. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could do that too. That's a I bad just idea, think- Steve. I don't think I that just- should be an idea. <laughs> I mean, I was only thinking that maybe you would like collect... Uh, like you would find it and then you would message that person and be like, hey, let's do this thing. Right. Uh, well, what if there was, if you could choose, if you could choose to put everything you uh, you you have in there up, but people don't see that it's you, like they don't see your account name, they just see like these, someone has this. Make them an offer they can't refuse if you really, really want it. Like it would be a good way to kind of like figure out the value of very rare things. You know, like you can't find this anywhere else. This person has it. They don't necessarily want to sell it, but you could make them an offer. Michael Krauss uh, puts, uh, you, it could also give you recommendations. I see you're only two pedals away from the complete collection. of. <laughs> I noticed you love fuzz pedals. How about some fuzz pedals? Yeah. Yeah. Which I mean, it could do that. Like what if they, uh, like they could build, I'm sure there's a way to build like emails where instead of just sending one email to every reverb user, right? Right. It now they now send five different emails and they go, okay, the way that we're gonna tune this is people who have like more than five delay pedals are gonna get this email. And it's all the same text, right? It's all the same body. No, I but honestly the gra- but the graphics are different. I honestly th- it won't be five emails. It'll be all AI, it'll be all algorithm. And it'll be like, hey, you have a Boss DD20. They bumped up 20% in value last week. Let's tell everyone that has one that now's the time to sell. You know? (laughs) Steve's taking a chewing break. (laughs) I thought you were going to go longer. Uh, No, I just wrapped it up. (laughs) So, I mean, I think this is kind of a neat feature, but there's definitely a lot of like questions about what is the point of this. Right. <laughs> um, uh, that's how my Amazon <laughs> search goes. Master switch just commented. I see you have bought two HM twos. Would you like to buy three more? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I do. Uh, so, and I, and the thing is the other part of this is like, you know, it's 2021, the era where literally uh, I had a conversation with my wife the other day. Wait, you just about, said it's 2021? Yeah, it's Who's 2021, the- right? <laughs> I don't. That's my I'm a time traveler act. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, I kind of just sorry, forgot. Dave. I don't. I don't know what. I don't know what year it is. Sorry to interrupt. Um, but like, we're, I think we are all generally in this mindset where um, I had a conversation. Actually, yesterday at lunch, yesterday at lunch uh, at work, I was having a conversation with one of my coworkers uh, about whiskey. Mm. And then he opened his phone, opened some app, I don't know what app it was, and had an ad for whiskey. Yeah. Like instant, instantaneous. Yeah. Instant, instant, not instant, not instantaneous, instantaneous. It's even faster than yeah. instantaneous. Yeah, intaneous. That's the quickest. Yeah. Itaneous. Spo- 
It's so fast you don't even realize it's it's actually predicting you. You're I had not, something not. like that happen today. Like Lauren asked me something. I pulled up my phone to look it up and it was like there was an ad specific to that thing right there. And I was I'm so bored by it by now. It's just like, oh, yeah, of course. It's listening to me. All right. I always try to like prank people. Well, not always, but every now and then in conversation, I'll be like, hey, I heard you bought a new boat and you're shopping for boat insurance. And one day someone's going to be like, because I always do boat insurance. One day someone's going to be like, I did get ads for boat insurance. Damn you. (laughs) I think you actually have to be shopping for boats online, though, for it to work. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I think we've solved this topic. Reverb is up to some shady Big Brother stuff. Uh, They want... (laughs) All the all the data entry nerds that do data entry for fun or have a big old boner for it, I'm sure. I, you know, I could see you doing it, Steve. I could see you spending uh, a Thursday night someday or Friday night, just being like, you know what? I've got everything in the closets. I've got everything packed away. I'm gonna pull it all out. I'm gonna like figure out everything that I have and keep a record of it on Reverb. And uh, well, here's here's the problem: be, is like I if you have. I don't, a, if you have like a clutter problem, you have too much stuff around and you're like, well, I don't want to list it for sale because I'm still thinking about it. But then you put it, you put it on reverb. You've done half the work already. And now it's like, okay, yeah, I did have to work. I might as well list it. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we, uh, the, my only issue is, uh, I don't actually, I don't know how this, uh, collection thing works on phones. Cause I haven't done it on phones. Um, but, I imagine, yeah, you could pull it up and you're just like laying everything out and you start taking pictures and then you're like, hey, Reverb, look at this photograph. <laughs> That's it. All that buildup just for that joke. Not very funny. Yeah. You want to look you at You got an ad? ad, man? Yeah. I do have an ad. Uh, this was sent to us by you. You found this or someone sent it I, to you? Did I? This, what this, is it? This is that uh, that PV. No, it's a uh, uh, shoot. Yeah, yeah so I found I too. found this. Yeah, I found this. I was looking for PVs on Facebook Marketplace. Why? Um, well, so after after CoFest, uh-huh. CoDown. I think they're calling it the CoDown. Yeah, I like CoDown. Uh, Co Schneider from the Flippin' Flippers is moving to Nashville, and he had one last San Diego get together. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of wanted to hunt down one of those PVT twenty bases. I wanted to mm. see how much they cost and stuff. Because uh, I really liked that bass, and I liked the way it sounded, though maybe that was that Ampeg amp. I don't know. So I just did a search for PV, and I found this thing, and I don't know how old these are. I'm guessing it's a newer model um, because I've just never seen one before, and because the headstock is very creative, and that seems like something PV would yeah. try to do I feel like I recently. vaguely remember when this line came out, like PV was doing like these really interesting shapes. Mm-hmm. And they had, I vaguely remember there was like a comic book and there was like PV guitars in it and it was like sponsored by PV or something. Uh, it looks like they came out around 2012. Yeah. Uh, so then I found this ad and I'm going through it. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I don't think the comment section has caught what's going on in this yet. Well, I don't know if you can tell from this picture. You kind of can. Let me see if this will let me. Zoom enhance enhance. <laughs> I know it's coming from my side, so it's probably extra blurry. Uh, but we're getting a reflection of the dude selling it in the guitar, and uh, he is shirtless in this photo. Yeah, 
Yeah. Scroll things- forward, Ryan. Show us some more pictures. <laughs> oh. And this is how you get banned from YouTube. I don't know. Do you see enough pixels over there? Because this is coming from my side, so I don't know. <laughs> All right, go to, you got any more pictures? No, this is it. <laughs> Just those, those are, that's the five. But this is the real winner. Um, <laughs> I don't know. No, it's not going to let me move over to the side, which is. What, don't oh, move. Don't go. do it. Here we go. Here we go. I have to do it with the arrows. <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> Oh, just a, just a little bit of nutsack in there. Hey, 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 Brian. I'm going to make this joke. I'm going to make it. You guys ready for this joke? I'm ready it's worth for it. this it's worth joke. It. You guys ready for this joke? I'm ready for the joke. Lay it on me. Uh, this guy took, took this guitar and he sent it to uh, Chad Kruger from Nickelback. Uh-huh. Right. Look at this scrotograph. <laughs> scrotograph. <laughs> That's it. That's all I got. I'm going home. Good night. Thanks, everybody. Have a good one. <laughs> oh my gosh if 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 cringe guitar culture was was gender flipped we'd all be like oh hubba 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 here's here's what i don't oh, get does the right? guitar come with the guy <laughs> <laughs> here's, here's what i don't get right uh here's what i really don't get um i've, I've been trying to piece this what, like, what state of mind do you have to be in what, what state of, says that's nuts. <laughs> what state of mind do you have to be in that that you're just like okay uh, maybe you're single I don't know maybe you're just home alone I don't know I don't know what's going on right you do you yeah <laughs> you do you right so you're down in your garage or whatever and you're like oh I need to do laundry so you start doing laundry and you're like you know what. The clothes I'm wearing are dirty too. I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna strip down, throw those in the laundry, and then I'm gonna go take a shower. Right? Mm-hmm. Like the up to this point, everything kind of makes sense to me. Right? Like, do you ever go down to your washer dryer and you're like, I'm gonna do some laundry, and you just strip down? Put oh, totally. Whatever in, like if, if you, I you, if I do a bunch of yard work and I'm all sweaty and covered in you know plant debris and stuff like that, it's like I go straight to the washer dryer. I get naked there and then go upstairs and I, I jump in the shower. Yeah, yeah. So, so up to this point, everything is logical. Now, in your case, in your case, it might make even more sense what this guy did. Do you ever do all of those things, and then you look in the garage and you go, "You know what? I wanted to list that guitar on Facebook today. I should just knock that out while I'm down here." Right. <laughs> while I'm here, I should take some pictures of my very shiny guitar. I definitely won't catch my dick in any of the photos what oh remember adams uh he had a side instagram that he ran called uh resale uh retail or resale reflections yeah this belongs on there there's all people trying to sell so, mirrors yeah. <laughs> and we're trying to sell a mirror and everyone trying to stay out of the photo even though they're taking a picture of the mirror <laughs> but like occasionally he posted some that were like I don't believe people. 
I'm going to, I'm, I'm just going to lay it out there. I don't believe this is an accident. I think this guy, it's an intent. I think he does want to sell the guitar, but I, this feels intentionally. You think he intentionally posted his dick on Facebook? Yeah, it wasn't his dick. It was his ball sack, dude. That you was think his, that was his balls? That was his nuts. I don't know, man. You I don't spend a lot of time dick? studying other people's balls or, or dicks. So I don't actually, you know, that's going to be a hundred percent here. I guess it could be a dick. I think that's a nut. <laughs> here's the real. Here's the real thing. I mean, it's it's, I want, it's half a nut. We got half a nut in this picture. Go go back to the first picture. Okay, you cut off the guy's name. I went on the dude's profile page. I intentionally cut off his name. I didn't want to out this guy. Um, I'll just say uh, I I posted this to a group chat we're in with the guys from the Gear Slum. And one of them uh, said, I think it was Aaron, uh, said... Uh, I mean, the dude looks like he's, from this reflection, the dude looks like he's in decent shape. I mean, good for him. He's proud of his body. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's got <laughs> oh some stuff gosh. that's, you know, a little questionable. Um, I think is, you know, I'll, you know, I'm going to say, I'm going to say it's a little questionable. It's not really a little, little questionable. He has, <laughs> tickled back. He has a uh, um, different understanding of history than I do. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he's got a picture of himself with a Confederate flag. Ah, heritage, mm. heritage, not hate. And Aaron from the gear slump said his South will rise again. <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> well, it's heritage, not heritage. Cause he's not, he looks oh shaven. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, man, these are, I, I just, I didn't even want to flag it. I was like, this is too dumb to even be worth flagging. You know what? Someone might, it's a good price. Someone might want this guitar. I don't know what they go for, but it looks like a fun guitar. Uh, did you notice the, uh, the tuners on it? I think the tuners are fun. Like, you know, Oh, I didn't, I didn't notice that. You don't see this often. I wonder if that's the original, what the original tuners look like, or if that's a replacement. I have a um, feeling that's original. That is original. Yeah. I've never seen it. I've never seen that before, but we should have there's novelty tuner pegs should be a thing. Like that's cool. Like I bet tactile like they those feel really cool. Like your your finger and your thumb just kind of suction into them. This this is also on reverb. <laughs> with these pictures? With, with the same pictures. No. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent the same pictures. I think there might even be more pictures on Reverb. Oh, no, no, uh, maybe not. It's like the same number of pictures. <laughs> now I kind of want to message the guy, like, and just be, in my offer. I don't. What do you send an offer? <laughs> um i i this is a this is a this is a rough joke this is maybe a rough joke this is a this is a 90s joke okay okay um i want to offer this guy 69 dollars and be like so i saw your i saw your nuts in the in one of the pictures and i thought you'd be down for this offer oh my gosh yeah yeah, that's a rough one. I don't. I'm not that proud of rough. that one. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, you could offer that and just see what happens, and then you show up to pick it up because it's, it's going to be local pickup. It's only, in Texas. Obviously. No, it's in Texas because it's and the and the guy's you know, Facebook marketplace. The guy's going to be like, "Come on in," and as you're coming in, he's going to like start disrobing, and you're like, "Oh no, I was I was no, I was actually offering that amount of money for for the guitar. I brought exact change and you." Yeah, <laughs> three twenties and a five and four ones, and you're like, yeah, this is just how much money I have for this guitar. Yeah. <laughs> you got I, any I other good? Doing a code for you, you a sex thing, o- dude. You got any other bad jokes for this one? No, just uh, good you know. jokes, Steve. Really, really good. Well, jokes. Here's what I want to know. I want to know if this price is firm. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> You you got me with that one. <laughs> you should write them. Okay, I, you have to do that right now. Send them a comment. Is this price firm? Is your price firm? <laughs> oh my gosh, that's terrible. Everyone, but here's the thing: is I can't really do that on Reverb because it's not like a make. They don't, you know, if they, if they accept your offer, then you have to buy it. Uh, uh, yeah. And if, if I do it on Facebook, I'm exposing myself and. <laughs> He's already exposed himself. It's your turn. Yeah, yeah. No, thank you. No, thank you. (laughs) Wow. Amanda Coombs, grab it while you can, is what she says. (laughs) Okay, all right. We'll we'll wrap up on this ad. Uh, (laughs) What's next? Uh, Sponsors? Is that what we're doing? Steve has to check his notes to figure out what we're doing. Next. Yes. What sponsor are we doing? <laughs> Let's do big ear pedals. All right. Got some bigger pedals. I've got the woodcutter right here. Ooh, mm, fancy. Fancy pants. Apparently the woodcutter this is supposed is to a, be yours. Uh, you already have a woodcutter, right? I do have a woodcutter. That's your woodcutter, okay, right? This is my woodcutter. But the, the other boxes is that your, came yours in is a, a few weeks back. Yours is a big yours is a big ear pedals woodcutter, right? Oh, okay. I know. You've got a big ear NYC. All right. I do. I do. Yeah, uh, the woodcutter is is Big Ear's take on a rat, mm-hmm. and uh, the name woodcutter is taken from some of the old uh, P or PV, probably some of the old Proco rats. You'd open them up, and they'd have a sticker on it that would say what the name or the nickname of the uh, the, builder the builder was. Yeah, and wood woodcutter was one of them, and so that was uh, that was Grant had a had a woodcutter rat. Mm-hmm. Over Grant over Big Ear, and he this is like a part for part. Uh, the original des- 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 design of a woodcutter was the like a part for part recreation where he actually, uh, so the legend goes, uh, measured the actual um, taller like the actual measurements of every part inside of mm. his rat in order to do the design for the woodcutter. I like it. It's to my ear, like a woodcutter always f- sounds and feels a little bit uh, like softer than a traditional rat. Rats have like a biting edge, and this has more of like a smooth edge on the on the on the corners of your notes. On the corners, no, you, know? I, you know what I'm talking I about. Don't, the corners I of don't your think notes. the The woodcutter is really interesting. I really love the woodcutter. Um, it's if you're going, I would say for me, for my ears. If you're going for like the really like nasally rat sound, I don't think it's as nasally as right. my rat is. 
Um, but in a lot of ways, that makes it better. Right. Totally. That's what uh, I mean. Because you're because you're not fighting that like eightiesness that that, that nasal filter sound. sound forces yeah. you into exactly. That's a great pedal, guys. Go check out Big Ear Pedals. Uh, follow them on all the social medias. Get on their mailing list. That way, you can find out when they have new stuff available. Yep. Thanks, Big Ear, for sponsoring yet another episode of this whatever yep. this nonsense is. What's new, dude? What is new, it's man? Been a week. I I feel like I had something new. I need to write down things that are that are new. I guess I don't. I don't know, man. apparently my my camera is made by kuvave this week i the internet's been really sketchy over here uh for like a couple days i don't know what's going on like did my service get downgraded or something like that it's it's been weird uh but anyways uh you said you don't have a lot new going on i i don't think i do i Oh, I bought a I bought a pedal train. Oh. I bought another I bought another pedal train, so Choo choo. I have a PT Yeah, I have a PT Junior that um is my like Caroline I, I don't want to call them showboards because they're my my uh linky linky my cabling is really bad. Uh, I'm just not a cabling but person. But they're your, your collection boards, your brand boards. But yeah, they're kind of like collection or brand boards. And I realized that I'm getting to the point where I needed another PT Junior to be a big year board. So I got that. I bought it from RJ from Teletalks and the Just Surprise Me podcast. Uh, I needed to just go pick it up from him. I already sent him the money. He's like, well, when are you going to come get it? I'm like, I don't know, man. Don't you just want the money? Like. Just take the money. <laughs> but now he's like, now it's like, is he going to start charging me like rent? Because <laughs> I haven't picked it up yet. Speaking of uh, of pedal boards, I shipped out my main pedal board today to Sweetwater. Oh, wow. Because they want to do a video thing with me out there with my personal pedal board, um, which will be fun and exciting. I've never shipped my own personal pedal board before, and it was kind of intense like i had like it fit in a guitar box like like i had a big guitar box that that comes with like another like when you get like the big box and then it has another box inside i had one of those it just it just almost perfectly slid in there with some room for padding on the edges and then i just cut off uh the extra guitar box and taped it up do you want to make a guess like how much it costs ups to ship at ups um, I went with three day cause it has to be there by a certain time, uh, next week. What do you think it costs um, to ship my entire, entire pedal board with the, it's, it's the salvage board with the, the, the salvage. That's what I was going to ask with the lid. It was a salvage board. Yeah. Man, like three day shipping UPS, that package size. And it's heavy too. Like it's a heavy. No, I know. I, I want to say it's gotta be around a hundred bucks a hundred uh well that it's not a hundred at all uh, it was going to be a hundred and like 67 holy but was, hell but it was going to get there the day after i need it to be there so i was like can this be there by tuesday and he was like well here's the new price for that do you want to make another guess I realized I could probably just look in the email and find out. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> so if, if it was 160, I'm oh, going to also- say like <laughs> to shave a day off, I'm going to say like $400. Okay, also it's insured. Like it's Oh, insured, it's, all- it's insured for the value of of the whole thing. Uh, well, did you put did you put the did you put all of the pedals on that board onto the reverb my collection? <laughs> okay, so it ended up being uh, Michael Krauss got really close, and Eric did. It was like two hundred and sixty bucks to ship it, <laughs> and like part of me is like, oh my gosh, two hundred and sixty bucks. But another part of me is like, there's pedals on that board that are worth four hundred bucks, and. It, here's here's the next thing I want you to guess. Um, what do you think I insured it for? Like I did some quick like head math of like okay this pedal's worth this blah 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 the power supply and then the value of the actual pedal board. Four thousand dollars. Yes, Eric, the Surfy Bear Compact is on it. Um, it no, I went for three grand. Three grand, okay. Yeah, but that kind of blew my mind. Oh, Eric got it right. He he called out three grand. Robert called out twenty eight hundred yeah. bucks. Everyone's trying to figure out why why you're uh, why you look like crap, and they think it's your camera. <laughs> it's because I'm forty. Um, <laughs> if it's something else, I would be inter- actually. I would be interested. I should. We should. Uh, next time I come over, maybe I'll bring the my my camera over and see if we can stream from your house and not have it look like, I don't think it would be your camera. I think this, my internet dude It's the internet. I, I think I'm going to order a a fresh cat five cable. Cause I used to have this 50 foot cat five cable that would, I would be able to run through the house to get up to the router. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm going to do that again. It can't be that expensive to do that, but man, this, if we're going to stream often, which I don't think we are. I think I think next time we record it, it'll be normal again. Yeah. Are um, we gonna? Well, yeah. By that time, because it's gonna be two more weeks. Yeah. Well, the I next episode, before. the next episode's not gonna be live, but it'll be stream quality. No, that's, so we that's need to record that tonight. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know. We'll figure it out. You just need to figure out what your upload is, man. What's your? Do you know what your upload speed is? I don't right now. It's probably trash. It's just awful right now. But the crazy thing is, you look crystal clear to me, and on my side, I look crystal clear. So it's. I wish I could just record what's happening on this side and then repost it later. You know. (laughs) But yeah, uh, that's what's new for me. That I mean, that all means that I'm going to Sweetwater next week uh, for that that contest thing that I posted about which is going to be a ton of fun i'm also going to be recording some road case stuff out there uh so man i've got a ton of content i'm sitting on i still got like Mm. seven nam videos from nashville i've still got like grief i've probably got 10 videos left from gear street and i'm probably going to come back with i'm guessing five to seven videos from sweetwater so i've got a ton of content to pad out the winter I've, I've, I've gathered up content like, like squirrels gathering nuts and I'm ready to hibernate. Yeah. I was going to say, then you can just hibernate for the winter. Exactly. Uh, I'm only going to do like paid content. Like, no, I'm just going to like edit old videos and hang out and drink eggnog. And then when a paid gig shows up, like, okay, here we go. going to bust out the camera and do some work. <laughs> do we want to jump to the, to the next ad? Yeah, uh, yeah, probably. 
Nut shot. What do we? <laughs> Why? <laughs> this one was sent to us by Chris Nichols. It is not the nut shot one. It is a squire that has sold miraculously. It was is listed as sold. The price was three hundred dollars. I pray that someone didn't pay three hundred dollars for this. You oh know what? I hate to say this. <laughs> Is, are there more pictures of this? No, this is it. That's the only picture. I was going to say for a second, like, hey, maybe that pickup would be worth it. But it's not. I don't see any branding on it. My first thought is, oh, it's a wide range, but it doesn't have a fender brand on it. Could it be a like one of the SG base pickups? No. No, SG base pickups only have four pull pieces. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> Jeez. Have you ever seen a guitar before, Ryan? <laughs> Hello. Today is my first day knowing about guitar. Is this a bass? <laughs> is it bass? <laughs> is it bass? My question is... Can like, it pickups? What is that material? At first, I thought it was on the outside of the pickguard, but now I'm realizing it's like a foam inside. Like, those are giant cuts to accommodate that. The first one's for that giant neck pickup which is some sort of wide range variant. And then the other one, there's a strat pickup jammed in it, but it looks like they they intended to have another giant pickup in there and some sort of foam or carpet or something inside the guitar. Yeah. I don't understand what it is. I, the only way this sold for anywhere near that price is I think somebody saw it and assumed everything about this is so jank that maybe it's, it's real. Like, that's a real wide-range pickup. Right. Like, if that is some sort of desirable pickup, that's the only reason this would sell for anything approaching $300. Even then, it would be like, is it really worth $300? Is that pickup really worth $300? Like, you'd have to know what that is. I just... See if I can enhance. I don't... don't, my, My thought is, you know, maybe I could... Because one of the things that's interesting about this design is um, it's got four screws, but all wide range pickups have four screws. Um, oh my gosh. So that's, yeah, I don't know. Major it's upgrade cement. says it's cement. That wouldn't surprise me. My I mean, fir- major upgrade would know about major upgrades. My first thing I thought when I saw it is like, is there like sushi? Uh, seaweed wrap paper on this like what is that what is that substance oh Phil was thinking the same thing Phil Monger said ramen noodles on the inside <laughs> oh he's thinking of those repair videos you ever seen those with people oh like- <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> oh my gosh yeah this is this is a bit of a disaster so JC says there's plenty of older squires worth three hundred dollars all day. Um, this ad actually does have um, the serial number on one of the pictures. Something weird and about I, it is that something was buffed off of the serial, like made in Indonesia was buffed off, or something like that, or made in China. Was yeah, buffed I think off. it's made in China. So th- it's kind of weird, but oh, it starts with the a same C. Token, so yeah, yeah. In the same token, this has the Fender '70s tuners, which actually might lend a little more credence that this that is an original Ooh. 
but it doesn't humbugger. Are, or, are or the, at least aren't the original stamped fender though i thought they were I'm, and i'm having trouble finding any that aren't I, pr- I don't think this is a real original wide range humbucker like it's, it's it looks but, you know, really so off. maybe so maybe somebody's just grabbed it thinking i'm saying like maybe it's it probably if it's not we'll say it, it is not right right um, but maybe somebody is grab like thought it was and so they're just going for it you know um it's also possible that it sold, but not for three hundred dollars. They made an offer. You know what? I found a picture of one on GBase, and it doesn't have uh, Fender stamps on the pickups. Interesting. And it's a nineteen seventy four, so maybe it varies by year. So maybe um, maybe it is a real wide range. In which case, yeah, three hundred dollars would make some sort of sense. Uh, let's see. This is a 73 though. And I found a 73 that has it. So I, some of the MIJs from the eighties that were like MIJ repro reproductions, maybe don't have it. It it definitely seems like I would say unknown, right? Right. Maybe it could have it. Maybe it doesn't, but I could definitely see somebody thinking it would. Um, there's certainly not a, I mean, even if it's uh, not a fender, wide range it looks old it doesn't look like a new reproduction so someone might have looked at it and be like whatever it is it's old i want it you know well, and all we know is it's sold we don't know what price it sold for right right totally also i just want to say um, we don't have to stay on this forever but that color of that guitar is like my least favorite version of a blue guitar and i already don't like most blue guitars but man that kind of gross slate blue that they were putting on squires for a lot of years. Yeah. I, I, I hate yeah. it. And every time I see anything approaching it, I'm just oh, gross. It like, it gives no. me that gross, this like, is... like musty dish rag sort of like sensation. Like, ugh. there is, there is something about this color and not just this specific color, but also the white and the red that were in the same the same kind of yeah. like era of squire bullet whatever we're like you can see like in the like in this picture you like you can tell that that paint is like a quarter inch thick you know yeah there's something about this that it's almost like it's uncanny it's like an uncanny valley finish yeah where it's like you it look at it and you're like dirty. something's something about this is just bothering me it's like off brand lego really know blue what it is. <laughs> <laughs> all right you want to do the next uh sponsor and then we'll uh we'll hit the the second topic sure it would Let's be cool to, to score a guitar like that and be like hey i've got 200 bucks will you take it and then you do get a legit vintage yeah like yeah. wide range humbucker that would be a cool story so maybe the you know maybe the person out there who scored this listens to the show and they'll or something like that but anyways the next sponsor i've got to pull up the little brand banner here chase bliss audio i'm holding the mood right now Ooh, i love that orange mm-hmm. the mood is a cool pedal yeah you know, i got a uh a mood tank top from nam the year that they released I these i brought it home my wife immediately said this isn't yours anymore this is now mine i own this tank top so i haven't worn it 
single moment since I brought it home and she wears it all the time. But the Mood is a really fun pedal. It's a granular looper noise making freak out machine It's kind of the predecessor to the blooper but it's different in a lot of ways i don't know if they make them still but man it's a fun pedal and i'm glad that i have it and i just wanted to show it to you guys so if you want to have a cool pedal in your life that you just want to show people and have them be jealous of you check out chase bliss audio <laughs> they've been sponsoring the show for a long time and we really appreciate that, but we also really love the brand. We love the people behind it. Joel is a sweetheart. You know, we're sponsored. We're sponsored by the two biggest sweethearts in the pedal game. Like, I I don't know if I can think of nicer people. I can't talk all of a sudden. Joel and Grant and Karen. Like, two nicest groups of people there are in the pedal game. I'll put money on that. What do you think, Steve? I'm going to think uh, that's not a bet I'm going to take because I don't want to lose. <laughs> Steve is paying a I lot of attention. I only take bets when I think, think I'm going to win. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about your thing. You you have a thing that you want to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. So this is just a thing I was thinking about today. Um, and this is... Uh, the way I thought about this, okay, so you know what a guilty pleasure is, right? Yeah. Like guilty pleasure. I know exactly music. what guilty, a guilty, guilty pleasure, pleasure is. Uh, Everything in my life should be a guilty pleasure if I ever felt guilt, which I don't, which is very unhealthy. <laughs> um, so I was thinking about like guilty, traditional guilty pleasure music is like, I like punk rock, but I'm going to throw... I really love this Christina Aguilera CD. Sure, sure. But none, none of my friends can know about it. And and that's a thing. And, and I think part of guilty pleasure music is, is that whatever it is about this music that is a guilty pleasure, um, you, you recognize that it's good. It's just not your personality. Mm. Um. Yeah, we've the running joke for a few weeks now. Joke fact, I don't know, is that I'm a believer, right? Uh, it's not the it's Steve. It has, it's not a running. It's joke. not a joke. It's a it's, a, it's to, a fact. You used to tell me you were a believer, and then like when yeah. I brought it up recently, you got all like embarrassed. Yeah. So, um, so that would be like an example of like guilty pleasure. Like, sure, I don't necessarily want people to know that I that I enjoy Justin Bieber, right? But <laughs> So you do but at still the same time, enjoy like, Justin Bieber. <laughs> I have not listened to Justin Bieber in a very long time. Okay. Um, but, you know, but I'm not going to say that his music is bad. Like, it's objectively bad. And, you know, don't miss me with those. Nothing is objectively bad. It's sure. all just art. All art is good. Uh, all art is, uh, what is it? You always say all art is valid. Right. Is that what you say? Um, yeah, I, I say that sometimes. Sometimes I say everything is art, but if everything is art, then nothing is art. <laughs> so yeah. Like, so I think. So art, the thing that I was art after, art indicates intention of art. So I'll say that. Right. So after this two minute long preface, what I was thinking about was uh, Steve. This music is not that, your longest preface ever. Like usually know, we're winding up for a while. Uh, is music that you listen to. That every once in a while you're like, I just need to listen to this band, even though you know on paper that this music is not 
music mm. that it's not just like that it's guilty pleasure it's like i don't even know if this is good but i but i need to listen to it right um so, so what, what is the, that like is a an abusive pleasure <laughs> like it's not a guilty kind pleasure of, kind of so uh so actually this is thematic like almost cringe, thematic like you cringe know. music like yeah yeah i guess um so uh we've talked about justin bieber who is canadian and uh and uh <laughs> this is such a backwards way the band that i really wanted to listen to like yesterday and this this week and yesterday and a little bit today is our lady peace um who is maybe uh I don't know what their most famous song is. Uh do you do, are you familiar with Our Lady Peace? Not you at probably all. Are. No, I'm not. Are you really Are you really not? I mean if if they have a hit song that I've heard then maybe I've heard it but I don't know the name at all. So their their biggest hit song was a song called Clumsy from like 1997. I think that was their biggest hit song. Okay. Uh that was like a that was a big alt radio song. Um, they've had some other songs uh, that I've heard, but I think Clumsy was the biggest one. Um, they were kind of, I don't know how I would describe that album, post, post-grunge, I guess, alternative. They're in that mid-90s alternative post-grunge thing. Sure. Um, but I like, don't I'm know what like it is Goo-Goo, about. I'm getting like a Goo Goo Dolls vibe just from the thumbnail on this video. Um. So that's maybe the vibe. Yeah, Lurch Audio hits it. They're basically the Canadian Smashing Pumpkins. The guy's oh. voice, it's like um, so there's some like big fuzz, big distortion, like really big, big sound guitars. But the guy sounds like discount. The guy's vocal is discount. Um, I've never heard this in my life. Really? Yeah, I've never heard that before. Damn, I'm surprised. I feel like the guy's voice is is discount um uh Smashing Pumpkins guy. Why can't I remember his name? Billy Corgan. Uh, Billy Billy Corgan. I want to say Kurt Cobain. That was clearly wrong. Billy Corgan. William Corgman. Uh, and uh the thing is is you know, thinking about Canadian alt rock, I'm like, well, if I really just wanted to listen to Canadian alt rock, I'd listen to Sloan. Sloan is way better than than Our Lady Peace. But I just needed to hear that guy's nasal voice piercing my eardrums. I don't know why. I just wanted to hear and that every once, And every once in a while, I'm like, I really just feel like I need to listen to Our Lady Peace. But I just can't, like, I don't, the music is just kind of whatever. Like, I don't think it's good or bad. I just think overall, they're... Uh, very forgettable act but you know sometimes you You say forgettable i've never even heard of them like that's how forgettable Uh, apparently no one ever got around to telling me about them that's how forgettable they are yeah so um yeah i don't know i don't that that just made me think about this topic i don't know if there's any other artists that i do this with there probably are um but it's like it's almost like music where um you uh, are like you listening are, to it ironically? Uh, like <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> <laughs> where it's like it's uh, it's uh, 
you're not even listening to it ironically, but it's almost ironic. Sure, right? sure. Like you need to clear it out of your head, so you have to listen to it to clear it out. You know. Yeah. I had a. But then it comes back. I had an annoying moment, not annoying for me, but annoying for my wife a week or so back. Uh, our son Henry has been running around saying, "I don't like Star Wars," and saying it as like a catchphrase. And we'll be playing like video games together, and he'll be like, "I don't like Star Wars." <laughs> I, I didn't question it for a while and then I asked him why do you keep saying that you don't like Star Wars because it's not like okay. I make him watch Star Wars or anything like that he's like oh it's from that song that you put on my iPod because I, I got these little kid in PP3 players for him and for Edith I realized uh-huh. I put Bicycle by Queen on there and there's a there's like one throwaway line where he's talking about the things he doesn't like, and one of them is Star Wars. He just wants to ride his bicycle. What? And so Henry grabbed onto that and made it his catchphrase. <laughs> and he walks around all day like if something's going on, he's just I don't like Star Wars. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like That's ridiculous. Random weird thing. And so I'm I'm explaining to Lauren in bed like why our son has been saying that he doesn't like Star Wars. And she's like, that's in that song. I'm like, yeah, here, I'll play it for you. And she's like, no, don't. I'm trying. I want to fall asleep. No, I'm going to play it for you. And I, play, and I played Bicycle until it hit that part. And I was like, see, he says it. And she's like, I believed you. <laughs> and now, like, you went, you just fell asleep, you asshole. You fell asleep. And for the next two hours, she just laid there in bed going, I want to ride my, my bicycle. To ride my bike, <laughs> I need to get more music on my on my son's iPod. He's he's starting to like like memorize lyrics and stuff. He loves the song "Tricky" by Run DMC. Oh yeah, oh, that's a good one. He loves that's it. A good one. He's starting to like recite the lyrics and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. So, do you have anything that you would you could think of that would fit this? I don't know. I mean, I I. I don't know it now. Like there's no song where I need to hear it to clear it out on a regular basis, but there'll be songs that I remember every now and then. And I'll be like, man, that song is so stupid. I have to listen to it. Oh (laughs) no, that, that, I mean, that's like kind of, that's a perfect one. I've been on a weird groove is in the heart kick for a while. And when I like, (laughs) when I plug in the, uh, the Fender micro and practice with headphones, when, when I'm jamming on the couch, I'll be like, can I jam along to Groovers in the Heart? <laughs> I've oh tried. Gosh. I've tried multiple times to jam along to Groovers in the Heart. <laughs> exactly, Amanda said. Delight is the name of the artist. No, that's uh. Well, there's I, a lot know, more the, to I, that. There's a lot more to that song than you might remember because you think it's just Groovers in the Heart, but there's a lot of parts to it. Like it goes places. Really? Yeah. Really. Well, a, a very another example of this actually. I, I actually posted about it in the group maybe like a month ago um, is uh, Weedus. Actually, I talked about it on the show. Weedus. Mm-hmm. I listened to the whole album that Teenage Dirtbag is on. I don't recommend it. Um, <laughs> teenage Teenage Dirtbag might be one of the best worst songs ever. Like it's such a great execution. It's such a like. The thing it, about the guy is teenage, so the guy is so bad he becomes good again. The thing about Teenage Dirtbag is that when it came out, I didn't realize it was an emo anthem. 
Like it's become an emo anthem. Is it? Yeah. In my head then and still now, it's a novelty song. And it makes sense it as a novelty. It is a novelty song. It makes sense as a novelty song. But I've seen people like claim it as like, oh no, this is like, this is a defining moment for like popular emo music. And I'm like, really? Who are, who are, who are those people? Let's and find how them. do I kill them without, without the government finding out? No, I want you, the government you, to know. If you want a if you want a congressional medal of honor, the government has to know. <laughs> it's like you you need to kill them to defend novelty music. I need to kill them to defend emo. <laughs> like I was getting like sort of kind of rug burns meets ween vibes off of it. Yeah, no, you that's know? that's a perfect they are and you know what Weedus is is Weedus is like Edgy Jason Mraz. Are they edgy? I well, they're edgier than the... Jason Mraz. Does he, does he always sing in that voice? Yeah, that's or his is... real voice. Okay. Because I assume that voice was like a novelty thing. No, that's <laughs> his real voice. Like, that's awful. Like, it's not... Like, I hate emo singing, but it's so... It's such a character voice that I don't even associate it as an emo voice or even like a pop punk voice. Like it's something completely different. No, that is, that is his voice. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to remember some other good songs from like the, the mid nineties that were earworms. Uh, Steal My Sunshine. I love that Hold little... Like he does a more affected version of it, I guess, on Teenage Dirtbag, but that's his sure. voice. Right, right. He's not pretending. Yeah, the, <laughs> Geronimo Andre? says it's a Teenage Dirtbag voice. <laughs> that, but that's why I thought it was a novelty thing. Like uh, I'm singing like a teenager thing. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Major upgrade. Jesus. He's commented Jesus Jones right here, right now, man. I was hung up on that song for a while, like, like a year or two back. I I don't know anything else by them, but I feel like that's a good song. Is that not a good song? Is it a a good song? song, But he's, I think people are starting to comment, uh, their earworm songs that they can't get out of their head. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah, yeah. Tub thumping. Ooh, it's been too long. I've, I've been meaning to follow up on this. I keep hearing, keep hearing people say that Chumbawamba, like all their other songs are like super duper political and tub thumping just is the one that blew up. And it's like, it's nonsense, you know, <laughs> like it's like the feel good drinking song that everyone has, you know, in the jukebox, but like all their other yeah. stuff is yeah. like hard left Marxist stuff. <laughs> I've been meaning to like mm, yeah. check it out. Like, does it is it just the lyrics or like do the rest of their songs sound like you know tub thumping? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I I think tub thumping itself is supposed to be some kind of uh, like working class anthem of like the government and whatever is like kicking the shit out of you on mm. a daily basis. But but you just keep getting up and getting a pint at the bar every night is how you survive. Yeah. 
I don't know what an anarcho syndicist is. An, an anarcho syndicist sounds like something out of Star Trek. Sounds like something out of Batman. <laughs> sounds like something a Batman villain would identify as. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so part, I don't know. This person um, says that Chumba was an a nihilist band. Well, now I really want to check them out. Like nothing in life matters. Like everything is meaningless. Yeah. I, I, Let's have a drink. I don't know. I, I I feel like there's more music that falls on this, and it tends to just be music. I'm like, I'm going to listen to this while I'm at work. Sure. Possum and Kingdom, like the Toadies. Possum Kingdom is a good one where you're that's like, a, that's a great song. It is a great song. I think. See, these are great songs. Yeah, but there's for like, the reason of being. They're still earworms, though. You know, like. Like they get, yeah. they get in your head. I, I know that's not what you originally wanted to talk about. You wanted to talk about songs that are so bad, but you still want to listen to them. Yeah. Where you're just like, you wake up one day and you're like, I'm going to listen to Our Lady Peace today. I don't know why. I don't even like them, but like I need I, to listen to that. Sometimes I want to hear the theme. I mean, I play it sometimes, but sometimes I want to hear the theme, like the actual theme to Top Gun. It's just ridiculous. Like uh, uh, Doug Cower was on that trip for a while. Like he would play the video, the music video for that theme, uh, like during the workday. <laughs> it's ridiculous because there's a music video for it, but the whole song is just one riff. It's literally one riff that just keeps changing key every two bars i'm trying to i'm trying to, I'm trying to remember what the top gun theme song do, is do, now right right yeah like it just keeps going higher and higher and higher <laughs> it never stops the entire song and there's a music video of the guy standing in an airplane hangar around planes playing it on guitar and he just get, keeps getting more intense as he just He's raising the key and it's not a joke, but it's hilarious. <laughs> um, <laughs> Eve six has been dropped in there. I feel like Eve six is, is, is in that ballpark lit might be in that ballpark. Oh yeah. Lit. I have a memory. I went, I went back in the day. I went to lose records with my sister and we were buying CDs and she she holds up two CDs and she's like, which one should I buy? One was lit and one was no doubt tragic kingdom. And even then I knew don't buy lit. Just don't buy lit. Like buy tragic kingdom. That's, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that, but don't buy lit lit. Come on. <laughs> trying to remember what their, uh, what was the name of their, Oh, my own worst enemy. Yeah. My own worst enemy. Yellow that's card. Right. Yellow card was that local See, band, the right? That, that Sean was in? No, yellow card, yellow cards from Sean. Who's Sean? Who's who was? What was the name of his band? It wasn't Yellow Card then. It was something else. I can't remember. Who's Sean? Uh, he was. What was the name of his other band? You would know who I'm talking about if I could remember his last name. He was in that whole like Sean, bad... Sean O'Connell. Yeah. What from was... Reeve Oliver. Reeve Oliver, but he had a different band name. After Reeve Oliver. Uh, I thought it was Yellow Card, but it's not, is it? Hmm. No. Um, 
Man, what I was their name? I haven't thought about that guy in forever. Steve is looking it up right now. <laughs> Let's move I'm on trying to. Trying to. Uh, do you want to do housekeeping and then we'll do the last ad? Oh, it doesn't help that his name is Sean O'Donnell, not Sean O'Connell. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, there's an earworm right there from uh, Robot Master Switch commented Gaybar from Electric Six. Oh my gosh. Have you ever listened to I don't to know it? if I know that one. Electric Six is a band that's two dudes, bass and keyboard. And man, they pump out some jams. But uh, gay bar is just them shouting over and over again. I want to take you to a gay bar, a gay bar, a gay bar. And it's fun. It's a oh. fun song. Damn, Sean O'Donnell was in Yellow Card. When was See? he in Yellow Card? See, I knew it. But I don't think he was like, when was he in Yellow Card? In the early 2000s, dude. That feels like 2000. No, he was in Yellow Card in like 2011. He was in Yellow Card after they like nobody cared about them anymore. Huh. He are you thinking of he was in Dogwood in the early 2000s? Are you thinking of Dogwood? I know he was in Dogwood. No, I'm not thinking. You know, like maybe he was maybe Revolver was playing shows with Yellow Card or something. Mm. Yeah, I, I remember know. him. Anyway, I remember seeing uh, him play in Yellow Card at some local show. Weird. Yeah. All right, housekeeping. Let's get out of here. <laughs> yeah, we didn't do this last week, so we should do it this week. Yeah. Uh, housekeeping, uh, we want to thank everyone who supports us over on Patreon. Mm -hmm. uh, Patreon.com slash 60 Cycle Humpcast, where for as little as a dollar a month, you can support the show uh, and pay for Lauren's COVID treatments. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um <laughs> Am she's I I she's doing kidding. she's doing much better by the way. Today she was running around the house like rehanging curtain rods and like cleaning things and painting things and stuff. She's doing fine. She just can't taste or smell. <laughs> oh yeah. Um so uh I'm going to go down the list. Uh, it's been a while, but at the dollar level, we've got Luke Theophilus and Peter Rich. At the $5 level, we've got Ra who's in the chat tonight. Uh, Gerhard Grove and Greg McElroy, and upgrading to the ten dollar level, we got Dan Pratt, who uh, is joining us with Joel Brodeur. So uh, there you go. That's our Patreon, new Patreon subs nice. uh, for this last time period, and that's that. Yeah. Another ear here's an earworm. You guys can go check out. There's a band called the Greenskeepers. I'm pretty sure that's the band. The and they, Greenskeepers. They have a song that is basically made up of quotes from Silence of the Lambs, Buffalo Bill quotes, and the theme of, of the song is put the lotion in the basket, and it's it's a bunch of fun. It's a really fun song to listen to. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you Put say the lotion so. in the basket. Like it's a fun song. Like it's up it's like up tempo and cheery and that makes it extra creepy. <laughs> All right. So last ad. <laughs> uh Michael Krauss sent us uh, a couple ads on the Facebook group and it was all just focusing on this one seller. It's like this guy's selling some cool stuff and this this was one of them. 
I agree. He's selling mm-hmm. some cool stuff. Uh, we actually covered one of his ads on a previous week uh, from the same seller. Oh, it was that SG that was converted into a baritone. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I just thought this was cool. If this was local, I'd be sitting there like, you know, rubbing my beard. Like, mm, maybe I want to check this out. It's probably not going to sound What is this? It's a, it's a reverb unit. It's a solid state reverb unit. But it's and it's you. So you plug in it. You plug into it, and so it's all, it goes into your front end. Yeah, it goes into your amp. You see, there's an That's instrument plug, and there's an amplifier plug, and there's a foot switch plug. It has a color mm-hmm. knob, a reverb knob, and a great big launch the missiles red power button. I just think it's kind of yeah. beautiful. Like I love, I love it in like a design sort of way. I love the big uh futra typeface here <laughs> it's just really cool looking i have a feeling it, it doesn't sound anything like what i would want it to sound like it being like a you know a surf reverb or something like that but what if it, what if it sounds good on its own not just you know it doesn't have to sound like a surf reverb it could just sound like a really right. cool weird solid state reverb i'm now i'm wondering what did you look up what this is at all? No. It's a Unicord Univerb. Found one on Reverb. It's a, they have a 1967. Yeah, it's Steve. It's a Univ- Reverb. <laughs> You're going to find it on Reverb because it's a Reverb. All right. All right. Hard to find solid state reverberation unit gently used. From surf to sci-fi, this awesome unit delivers with all pure 50s, 60s reverb. Uh, da, 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 da. So it's like from the late '60s thing. Um, this is a piece of 19 late '60s year. This one is 1967. You could own it for a few hundred bucks. Two, 375 is what this guy wants. 325. I can't see from the pixels. Uh, 325 is what he wants. Selling my sound super lush with a warm, distinctive, distinctive reverb that sounds like nothing else. Pure 60s surf, surfy, psyche, solid state reverb uh, that I have not heard through any other reverb units. Amazing. Interesting. How much is it on, on reverb.com? Um, the one that came up on reverb uh, was sold and it was listed for $150. Well, damn, that's what I want to pay. If this was 150 bucks shipped, if it was 200 bucks shipped, I might pull the trigger right now. That's cool. I actually, uh, on my, on my recent fender video on the re- recent strap video, I did something I've surprisingly never done before. And it sounded Which is what? amazing. I did a wet dry rig with my fender, uh, reverb unit. Cause I ran both. Oh, that's fun. I ran both Princeton's with only mm. the reverb unit going into one of them. And it's true guys. It's all true. Wet dry rigs sound amazing. Like I really, I had that reverb like cranked, like super, super drippy, but mixing the two amps together, one super drippy and one dry, like you got the best of both. I got that really deep, drippy, saturated reverb sound. And I got all the clarity from the, from the dry amp and like, oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
like I, that's the sound I need in my life now. So now I'm thinking like, I'm going to use that reverb unit in demos all the time now because <laughs> it sounded so, so good. So backing up a second, Ryan, how many Princeton's did you say you had? Two. Oh, okay. Princeton sit behind me, baby. That's what I said now. All right. <laughs> I did on there's, there's a couple Princeton's on our local Craigslist and I've stopped and looked at all of them. I might have, I might have a problem. Like when you like something, every time you see one pop up, you're like, Oh man, another Princeton. Maybe I want another Princeton. There's a, there's a, uh, a silver face drip edge one. That's doesn't, ha- that doesn't have the reverb. It's just the Princeton. And someone wants two grand uh-huh. for it. Uh-huh. I'm like, Oh, that'd be oh, fun. That's a very, there's a, there's a 75, uh, vintage of 75 reverb for also two grand. Uh, there's not a lot of them. There's only three of them up right now, which I'm sure you've all you've looked yeah, at all three of them. I've looked at all of them. <laughs> all right. Well, let's wrap this up. We're not going to play a song this week because it always sounds terrible across the live stream. Uh, but we'll probably play one next week. So stay tuned for that, guys. And you know what? Stay grounded. Bye, everybody. See ya. played intro at the outro before that's fun bye everybody that was weird <laughs>